to Ningyo Bingo, where you keep collecting dolls that never quite seem to win the game. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That sounds exactly right for this topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so right now I'm with uh, Deanne and Nancy um, of uh, Paint It Black Studio and Evil Little Girls. Um, now right now we are at Doll Acon, uh, which is a pretty darn huge uh, convention, anime convention, that used to be in uh, <laughs> in Dallas and uh, moved to Fort Lauderdale, just this convention. So my first question for both of you is, why do you come to Doll Acon? Uh, actually, because we knew Shannon, or I knew Shannon, because we had a similar mold. We both owned the same doll, and she started talking to me, and I convinced her to buy another doll that I also owned. And so we became friends just via the internet. And then she asked me to do a couple of things for a doll con I did not attend. And then she asked me to come down and do some panels, and we vended in the artist alley. Because no, the first year you came by yourself. No, I didn't. The first year we both came and we, we went to Doll, oh. and we were in Artist Alley. The second year I came by myself oh. because that's when Dollicon had its own vendor room. Yeah, and of course that was uh, <coughs> the Anne, right? Yes, but um, no one knows me by my real name. I'm Vampire Angel Thirteen on everything. <laughs> so even on my name badge for this. <laughs> Vampire Angel 13. That's a mouthful, man. I know. <laughs> well, it's the name I came up with a thousand years ago for a website because at the time I was doing a comic book about vampires and angels, so I just yeah. smushed them together. Somebody already had that name, so I put a 13 on the end of it. Yeah, that, that works. And, and for those of you who don't know, Shannon is one of the uh, volunteer slash like coordinators here for Doll Acon. I spoke a little bit about Doll Acon in the one video, which you can uh, watch at your leisure on uh, YouTube mm -hmm. on our their one little webisode there. Uh, so, um, Nancy, what brought you to Doll Acon and Acon? Uh, Deanne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we're roommates. Okay. We're, we're from St. Louis, and so um, she came, so I came with her. Well, but we had a crafting business before yeah. we were ever into dolls. We crafted it, for humans. Yeah. For, what did you craft? Kind of the same stuff we do for dolls. Yeah, like t-shirts. Green printed t-shirts, and we made plushies and bags and... Mm. She, Other things that yeah, kind of we sold her comic and some prints and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just a matter of changing scale. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because we don't craft for humans anymore. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, a lot less fabric that way. Definitely, this is true. <laughs> yeah, and a lot less material, a lot less materials, and a more interesting, nuanced payoff. Um, so, other than selling, because you know that's a good portion of the day. What is it today? From like eleven a.m. till six again, something like that. Yeah, I think that Probably. is it. Yeah, eleven yeah. to six. Is there anything else you look forward to at Acon? I'm a really social person, and I love talking to people with dolls. Because, about dolls. Yeah, about yeah. dolls, because I collected comic books most of my life and didn't know anybody else who collected comic books. I'm also an artist, don't know any other artists. So finding a doll community was like I finally got to share my hobby with people. Yay! So I know, it was awesome. <laughs> so anytime I can go to a convention, I want to go to a convention. And I've known a lot of people on Den of Angels for years, because I got on Den of Angels in 2008, and seeing some of those people in person is phenomenal for the first time. It's just like meeting a friend you've never met. Yeah. 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 Internet friends are real friends. Yeah. And <laughs> but it makes it more real when you get to see them in yes. real life. It, it's like it's like adding adding a little it's, it's the it's the strawberry on the top of the shortcake. It's really is. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Um, anything uh, Nancy that you're looking for um, I like to see different dolls cuz 
We have, I don't know, I would say about 20, 25 people in the St. Louis area that we see They're, Yeah, that regularly. we see regularly. There's more and, than that. you know, it's like, Louis, it's always but... exciting when somebody gets a new doll, but mm. when you walk into a convention, especially that's far away from home, you get to see dolls that you didn't, A, know existed, yes. or like that Steve doll I saw yesterday, yeah. that thing is awesome. And, well, well, yeah, this was a doll that was very much like an action figure, kind of almost comic book stylization it's very cool has multiple faces and with very um expressive faces. yes very expressive kind of like uh, key frames in an animation kind of uh faces yeah so that was very very cool to yeah. see i saw it online i've never seen it in person yeah <laughs> i've seen steve but this was nails i think is yeah what that she, was nails. Yeah, she called nails yeah. this is the this is the first other one of his that i've seen yeah but besides seeing dolls i like to like in the vendor room being somebody who creates clothes for dolls and things like that. I like to see what other people come up with. That's also like, true. And or like, how did you do that? Because I've been wanting to do that or I can't sew that small or, you know, like whatever. You know, just trying to see how people do things because, and it kind of opens your minds to different ways that you can do things. Nice. As, as a vendor, how does it feel when you see your clothes on a doll? That's kind of fun. You yeah. Know I mean, that's pretty I was awesome. like, hey, we make that shirt. Oh, yeah. there's our shirt. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part of the reason? Yeah, yeah. Part of the payoff. Um, so both for Paint It Black Studio and for Even Evil Little Girls, well, for Even Little Girls, there's like a Facebook page that redirects to the Etsy page. Um, and for Paint It Black Studio, there's a little blog spot because it's more of a personal thing. Yeah, it is. And I really kind of dropped that blog because I was doing it at work. <laughs> and they updated our firewall, and I got blocked from like every website imaginable. And... So I stopped using it, and I started using Tumblr, which they can't block me from because they nice. have a Tumblr. So. <laughs> so, so you do have a Tumblr presence. Yeah, I have a Tumblr. I have Instagram. I have Flickr. And um, I have Twitter, but I wouldn't go on my Twitter because I don't really doll on Twitter yeah. so much. But We have a Facebook, and we have an Instagram. Yeah, I don't evil Facebook, so evil little girls Facebook. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, and we have an Etsy page, which has nothing on it right now. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. That was also something I was noticing. Are most of your sales just at conventions or yeah. local? Yeah. Well, okay. So we're like, okay, we have. I don't want to say real jobs, but we have real jobs. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like totally our hobby, and uh, we even like when we were crafting for humans. Yeah. You know, we were the people who the, we were before the, the show we yeah. would do nothing but craft twenty four seven. They just never ready. understood us. They were like, yeah. "How do you not craft six months yeah. in advance?" And I'm like, "Full time jobs." So <laughs> we have our evil little girl stuff that sits in. A bin when we're not at a show and we pull it out and we go to shows yeah we don't like to sell the the stuff that we make locally but we'll sell like the used stuff locally. yeah yeah but but like if somebody saw something I, I always tell them I'm like if you I'm like message me on an on Etsy or on Facebook or something if you want something that you know you saw at a show because the odds of us getting it up there are slim to none. <laughs> it takes a lot of time to inventory everything. It does. It does. Well, it's and really the photography because, you know, I, I being an Etsy shopper myself, you know, like I won't buy it if the picture is terrible. Because I'm a graphic designer. If the picture is terrible, I won't even want to post it. Right. So it's like <laughs> it's finding the time and the space for us both to dress the dolls, style the dolls, pose the dolls, take the photographs. Then you have to edit the photographs, and, you have and to it's put a it lot of there. And then, yeah, and then it's all up there, and you're like, yay! And then six months later, it's like, oh, this has expired because Etsy only holds it for so long. And oh, then I didn't know you that. You just start yeah. the process, and you have to again. go all over again. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. no! Right? <laughs> no, it's horrible. No, no. It would be better if we somehow came up with our own website, but then people have to be able to find our website, and we have to be able to run our website. I know. Maybe that's someday in the future. But um, not today. <laughs> I can speak from experience. 
I haven't made a shopping website, but it's oh. not too bad to make a portal. Yeah, but, well, I, you know, I, shopping websites are one of those things because you would not believe the amount of complaining, which is not the word I was about to use, that goes on about people's shopping websites. It's like, oh, well, why can't they do this? Or why can't they do this? And it's just kind of like, I'm not sure I want to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. No, by the time it's, I'm getting, I would get to something as complicated as a shopping website, I would have to use some sort of service to program yeah. it. Yeah. And that's expensive. Yeah. Yep. It's buying it or finding the time to do it or. I know. Yeah. yeah. No, it gets, it gets paid. No, what we really need to do, though, is do a thing on, on, uh, Den of Angels, which I'm no longer blocked from. Oh, one of those. <laughs> Yay! We, we had a power outage, and when they yeah. rebooted, I was suddenly able to get back on. Oh, weird. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. So weird. Um, so, speaking of your presentation, your your um, market booth here is beautiful, and one of the things very notable there, and one of the things very notable um, on your uh, on your blog and your Facebook, is all the references to DC Detective Comics. <laughs> Characters. Yeah. Um, the the booth itself has a, a Harley, uh, a, a Joker, a Nightwing, and a Batman. Um, sitting on the back of one of the chairs yesterday, I know I saw a Two Face and I think one other. John Constantine. Oh, there and, you go. And we have Catwoman, but she's not in costume. Yeah, she today. she's new, so she has no costume. That's okay. She's just Selena Kyle. It's yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. True that Selena yeah, Kyle. yeah. There we go. Um, so, how does Detective Comics or just comics affect your doll hobby? Uh, it started my doll hobby mm -hmm. because I customized some action figures my final year of school for my final project and I thought it was awesome so I kept trying to do it but I kept failing hard mm. and I eventually gave up because you know I have my own characters because I wrote a comic for a few years and I draw all the time and so I was trying to make them out of action figures and it just it wasn't working and I gave up. And I saw somebody at a local Japanese festival who was carrying a ball-jointed doll. And I saw that and I went, oh, I could do that. That was the first time I saw mine in yeah. person, too. It was amazing. And so I went up to her and she I was not scary. I was, no, she wasn't you know, scary I, at all. I walked up to her and I said, I really like your doll. Where did you get it? And she looks at me, she goes, the internet, and walked away. And I was oh. kind of like, well, so, thank you, B. I know. <laughs> so I searched for, I had no idea what it was. So I'm searching for art dolls, and I'm finding a lot of scary stuff and oh, a lot yeah. of really expensive <laughs> stuff. Oh, Hans Belmer. Yeah, oh, it was scary. And, you know, I didn't find anything that even remotely resembled it, so I gave up. Oh. So a year later, I got an anime magazine because Death Note was on the cover of it. Hmm. And I'm flipping through this magazine, and I found an ad for his junkie spot that was one of those teeny tiny, like Yay. 10 ads on one page. I know, right? And I went, and I went, that's those dolls. So I went to Junkie Spot, and I didn't like any of them. Oh, oh, well, so, so here was the, the problem was I was trying to create one of my own specific characters in doll form, and I was, I'm an artist, like I said, so I draw all the time, and I had... It has to be specific. Yeah, it, it had to be super specific. So the thing that I got from Junkie Spot, which was the most important thing, was I found out what they were called. Yay. Doll joints and dolls. So I was able to start searching that term, which, weirdly enough, still didn't bring up a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, no. And... Because I didn't know what you really should be searching is BJD. And uh, right. so I still found some things. Like it took me to Lutz's website back when they still sold Delphs. And it took me to Volks, obviously, and Doll in Mind, and maybe Dream of Doll. Probably Doll Zone 2 at the time. No, I don't think I saw Doll Zone. Oh, really? Doll Zone's yeah. a pretty old one. I know. And they're pretty big, too. So, But but it gets weirder because I searched. I did lots of searching. You know, I searched many multiple times. She's a researcher. And mm. I found, no, you know, no, I didn't no. really find any I, I cared for. And I was kind of like, well, 
I'm literally, I'm sitting there, I'm going, I'm going to look one more time and see if anything different pops up. And the very first, still, ball-jointed dolls, the very first thing that pops up is Dollmore. And I'm like, well, that's different. So I clicked on that one. And just from the teeny tiny picture on their website, I was like, that's the one I'm going to get right there. Ooh, which and one was it? It was, I'm probably going to pronounce this horribly wrong, but I don't care because I've had him for almost 10 years now, and this is how I pronounce it, Caraclum. And Shannon has the same one. That's the one I convinced her to buy. And I'm, I'm kind of ashamed because I did not bring him to this convention because when we were packing, we had so much stuff that I couldn't. I had, had to leave dolls at home. I, we, I had to leave things, and he was one of the four dolls I left behind. I mean, and it's, a, it, and it's like kind of an anime fandom convention, and you bought a large, large amount of the, the DC ones. Yeah, I, I kind of had to. You know, Joker's one of those things that he's so tall and he's so obnoxious, and he brings other people to the table as opposed to just doll people. So that's kind of what we go for with him. Yeah, and his, he has yeah. some very marvelous um, jointed hands with painted uh, yes. green nails. Those are, are from Zoom. Very, very expressive. Because him and Harley were holding hands yesterday on the table. And but if you notice, she was holding his hand, and he was just kind of Oh, I missed <laughs> That's how they roll. <laughs> I missed the nuance, but yeah, his hands were balled up, like you know, kind of like an yeah. angry man because he's an angry, terrible man. <laughs> um, there's many more things wrong with him, but that's that's the short list. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's so basically, yeah. it's so, all because of yes, comments. because because of comics one way or another. Because I've been reading them since I was a kid, and. I collected action figures and I wanted to do my own action figures and I just saw them as giant action figures and then I eventually got bored of making my <laughs> own characters and I wanted a Joker action figure, one of those hot toys, except oh God, yeah, are... at the time they'd already been, the order periods had come and gone and you could only buy them on eBay for like twice to three yeah, times the... 400 to 800 dollars and I'm looking at those on eBay going... I could buy a ball jointed doll and just make my own Joker for that much money. Yours is better. Well, it is me. And so, but at the time, that wasn't the one I did. I had a. I was kind of sitting there going, "What doll would I get? I would do a small one. Dolls on Carter would be good. Oh my god, I have one of those." So I went home and I wiped his face up and I turned him into the Joker. Then and then I piece. I had for some reason I had doll parts. And I started piecing them together, and I made Harley, like, two days later. Nice. And I was in a trade with someone already, and when they sent me the head, I'm like, I'm going to make that into the penguin. And then they had sent me two heads, but one was, like, a down payment, and then the second one came, like, a couple weeks later, and I got that one. I'm like, yep, that's the Riddler. So they just kept on. Happening. I have a lot more small <laughs> ones than I have big ones, but they also couldn't go because no room. And... So then I did Batman, and Joker by that time had two heads, and um, I met other comic book fan people yeah. on Den of Angels in one specific thread that's about dolls dressed like comic book characters, and we got into a discussion about making an SD-sized Joker, and someone was like, oh, Ringdoll has the perfect head, and I'm going, what head is that? And oh, so that new one. They sent, well, they sent me to Ringdoll's site, and he was already come and gone because he was a limited Oh, and was it the... It's Norman Dark. Oh, okay. And I looked at it, I'm like, that would be perfect. So I was like, well, but I don't want an SD-sized. So probably two weeks later, I kind of went, well, now I want an SD-sized one. So I went on to Den of Angels and found nothing, and I went on to eBay, and there was one right there. So I waited until the auction was like five minutes to go, and I bid on it, and I won. So nice. she sent it to me, and I got it, and I knew, I knew he was legit because I owned Ringdoll heads already. And I, she had the paperwork that came with him, so I wasn't too worried. Yeah. So, of course, all these dolls you paint yourself. Yes. What's your preferred paints, brushes? Um, I use whatever brush I can get my hand on, but most of my brushes I use. I use pastel. I don't use paint. 
And it's because when I first started doing face-ups, I had pastels. And then I got decent with pastels, and I didn't want to start all over oh, with yeah. paint. And I have a friend who does, this is my other reason, I have a friend who does airbrush, and my colors are better than hers. Because the airbrush doesn't, sometimes just can't get the rich colors that you can with a couple layers of pastel. Yeah, because yeah. you, you have a little bit more time layering, and you have a exactly. little bit, you have a lot more control over yeah. it. Because anytime you're working with an airbrush, you're going to be painting in a circle, yes. basically. I mean, you can probably get different heads for it, but that's the yeah. way And she's boring. amazing with her airbrush. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just, I like my pastels. Yeah. And then I also use makeup brushes to put the pastels on that have never touched human skin. Yes. And because makeup brushes hold powder. They're meant to hold powder. So. Yes. And yes. then I use Volk's paint brushes to do anything small. Yeah. Um, to bring it back to evil little girls, uh, you make mostly contemporary uh, clothing. We call it, what did we say? Ready to, Ready wear, to wear for your BJDs. Aw, Which I forgot to put in our business card. That's right. I, I still don't know. Like, I always walk into department stores, and they're like, this is our activewear. This is our ready-to-wear. I'm like, who invented these terms? That's a good question. Like, what I guess it could also be activewear. Yeah, I well, really we don't, know. Yeah, well, we don't like to... We don't really dress our dolls in, like, full sets or... Big fancy... Big fancy dresses. Or We went through that phase a long time ago. And, uh... That's kind of, um, so it was kind of, you know, we wanted separates, and we, no one sells them. Casual, modern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just normal like, clothes yeah. that you could walk into anywhere yeah. and buy clothes. So we decided, well, we would just make them ourselves, and we started with just t-shirts, and it took oh. me a while to perfect our t-shirt pattern, and then once that happened. Then you have to perfect it for each size. Yeah, well, we <laughs> used to, and we used to, we would make, so we, when we crafted for humans, we did what we called our ghetto screens, where we would take totally an embroidery hoop and some sheer fabric, nice, and she would draw whatever we were going to do, and, and then, then we would glue out the... To make the resist. Yes. yes. And then we would sit with screen um, printing ink and a paintbrush and actually daub it on. It was horribly time-consuming and yes. terrible. Yes, and then you had to, if you did multiple at once, because you could do... A lot of t-shirts, you know, I mean, sat there and gave up several hours of your time. But then you, you got to let them dry. Yeah. And I have cats. So, you yeah. know, anywhere you put a t-shirt, the cat's like, I'm going to walk on that. Yeah. And so we, when we started with doll stuff, we would make teeny tiny screens um, and actually yeah. screen print on them. And then we're like, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> I'm and going to just go over to this corner and cry for a right. little yeah. while. For yeah. That's kind of what it was like. And, like, I'm tearing up. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we... Went to Dallas, and wasn't that really where we, after that that we kind of got the idea? Um, or maybe it was... I don't know. You were the one who was talking about it. Yeah, And then so, I bought a t-shirt from someone online, and we were like, I bet she used it. Yeah, so there's a, a machine called the Cricut where you, it, you can buy it at like a... It cuts vinyl. Store. Yeah, kind, well, it cuts... Oh, okay. It's for scrapbooking people, and so... Um, it cuts vinyl. Hardcore scrapbooking people. Yeah. It's expensive. But it cuts iron-on. They, they sell oh, yes. iron-on and vinyl and paper and all the stuff for it that you can cut. Now I finally remember the thing you're talking about. Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of looks like a printer. Yeah. Stuff yeah. goes through it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and you can buy, like, cartridges that has things in it. But with the power of graphic designer. Um, yeah. I can literally make anything yeah. into a file for the cookie. You're supposed to go there and use their website and buy their stuff. Right. Or use their free stuff, which is not good. 
but I can make, you know, all, all it requires is a specific file, and I can make anything in that specific file. Is therefore. it basically like vectors? So it's all it's vector, and they have you have to save it down as this, that, and the other thing, but it's got to be all one piece, because if you don't make it all one piece, it freaks out, and it cuts all of those lines, or it won't cut anything. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a very bizarre thing. It took, it took me a while to... What's a while? Was it a week of struggle? Oh, no. no it was several times yeah. using it. It was yeah. many, multiple times where yeah. I finally kind of... Plus, I have, I'm have i a Mac user, and it's not really a Mac-friendly program. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so... I just pointed at my MacBook right? for those who can't, you know, see because this is a podcast. <laughs> I forget this yeah. at times. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it, that was a struggle. It kept telling me I needed to download Flash, and I screamed at it a lot going, I have Flash, and my Flash is up to date, and... Oh, MacBooks and Flash. Yeah, but oh, it was a pain in the butt. It doesn't matter how many times I downloaded Flash, it still wanted me to download Flash. Did you did you end up doing a partition to make a Google partition? Uh, a Google, a Windows partition on your computer? Or? No, I I just struggled with it a lot, and it finally, <laughs> like the last couple of times, it worked great. It I came need to, to understand. I need to walk, knock on wood or something. But it worked really well the last <laughs> many times I've used it. So, I think we're good. But also, like I said, vector files often have lots of parts layered on top of each other and then it looks like one whole drawing but it's really not it's made out of a bazillion different shapes right. and if you have those bazillion different shapes it wants to cut all of those out individually so you have to figure out how to make it solid and sometimes the program will do it for you but sometimes it's too complicated and it won't and it'll turn everything into one just solid blob and so you get to so you said it cuts things but obviously yes. it looks like a screen printed shirt when you're it, done well they um you can buy iron on that's in God, sheets, yeah. and so then that's yeah. what we it's use. Really, so it's basically, very thin iron-on. It's not like the crusty iron-on you can go to Walmart and yeah. buy. And it's, it's not the kind that you print on. It's like a specific. So so basically, kind. you heat yeah. it and it and it, it fuses to yes. the fabric. Yeah, yeah. And you bought and you then get make one of these vector drawings for each color yeah. that you'll be using. Yes, yes. That is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like it's it's a weird reverse screen printing. Rather than having a screen for each one, you're cutting it out and then applying it. Yeah. How long does the application putting all the pieces together take? Well, it's it's kind of one of those things where you know cutting the shirt and sewing the shirt, you know, that's half hour. But then um, I can't do I do all the sewing, right? And Deanne does all of the art side, so I can't. I you know once she has her part done, then it's my part, and we iron on first, cut it out, sew it together. So the ironing on doesn't take. It takes what five minutes? Oh yeah. But so it's it not that difficult to no. place all the pieces? No, no you don't have to place the pieces because it'll. What, what happens is it cuts the vinyl that you need and you rip off the excess vinyl and then the whole thing is sitting right there. Oh. If you do multiple colors, then you have to do it. But if you notice, we kind of stay away from multiple colors because it's really expensive. Yeah. Because each color costs individually money to buy each yeah. color of thing. And, and then, it's not like yeah. you can reuse the pieces that it... You right. cannot. Yeah, you can't reuse it and the once you weed Cricut it, itself... Gone will cut a 12 by 12 sheet and once you get down to a point it's just too small and sometimes it likes to go above the vinyl or below the vinyl and then you've wasted that sheet of vinyl so it's it you don't ever use all the vinyl you can't yeah. use all the vinyl unfortunately so oh. it's you know using multiple colors on one shirt it does happen we had yeah. someone bought it already we yeah. had oh did they yeah oh that girl one. did yeah yeah yeah. yeah well we had someone who commissioned it someone actually who saw us here last year yeah and um well she ha asked us to make her a specific shirt with a specific logo on it for something and yeah. then a friend of hers 
contacted us and wanted the Pusheen shirt. We're like, and it was it's like, going to cost you $45. Yeah, it was like paid three or four colors of it vinyl. Was, yeah, because it was one of those things where we had to specifically buy vinyl colors that we didn't already have. And then you have to sit and you cut it and you waste, sadly, so much vinyl. Mm-hmm. So And then it's then what you do is like I made the black outline one whole piece. And then the next part had the cutout shapes where the black outline was. And so you had to place the black first. Then you place the second part on top and then it had a little heart so that was a whole different color mm-hmm. and it's you know it's a very a lot of pieces yeah, i have yeah. to commission you to make a few doll size nino bingo shirts <laughs> you could we would totally do it yeah and if you do a human size i can match if you did that anymore <laughs> um we can do a 12 by 12 yeah well I'm, i mean it would be yeah it's, it's actually yeah, yeah. i was gonna say it's actually that's, a, that's, a decent t-shirt I think size 12 so by 12 would just cover yes my we can yeah. because <laughs> if it can be cut out of the cricket we can do it yeah Ooh, fancy i know <laughs> Um, so we're coming to a close here, um, but I want to get back to, to you as individuals for a a brief moment. Um, so we already kind of got, um, got, uh, Deanne's story about if you could blame your, your entry into the hobby on (laughs) just one doll, who would it be? Um, and you did buy them. Yes. So, so since we covered that one for you, Mm -hmm. I'll ask, um, do you have a dream doll at the moment? Me? Um, no, because I actually own all of my favorite dolls that I would consider my dream dolls, so I don't need any more. And I did get what the hobby likes to call my grail doll, which was a Volks Michelle. So I just kind of look at dolls and go, ooh, I like that one. Do Mm -hmm. I have room? Do I have... I like to buy dolls that have a point. So if I can look at a good doll and go, I will do... This. something with this doll dolls, or I want to make are, this character or yes, I, do I need this. a doll I need a doll that fits it yeah. dolls are a project for you so yes. you purchase the doll so you can have the project so you can gain satisfaction exactly. out of the completion and of the project generally if I have nothing left to do with that doll it ends up on the sales table <laughs> yeah I, actually a lot Which of the things on the sales table yeah. was like that uh, some with very beautiful beautiful customizations um uh, one was uh, a doll that was a uh, gray resin that you did a wonderful job of recovering with uh, using pastels to to blush it. It was it was amazing. It was very cool. She showed me the head cap and it was severely greened. It was a gray green. It yeah. It was it was yeah. bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she did a, a marvelous job at color correcting that just with blushing, which is amazing to my brain. Um, super cool. Um, so, Nancy. If you could blame your entry into the hobby on just one doll, who would it be, and did you buy them? Well, it would be Alex. Alex is my doll. Yeah, Yeah. because so when she bought it, I I said, "You're ridiculous. I will never, ever, ever." I'm like, "This is the stupidest thing." He was six hundred dollars new. You were wasting money. Of course, Um, it came into the uh, your roommate. So came into the room and it sat there and it took up a good amount of space because that's a larger doll he's large but he's a very small large doll so then after alex came a couple other ones and she wound up with a girl which was a doll zone something wasn't she uh yeah i can't i I can't pronounce any of them and i was like well i'm gonna make it some dresses so Uh (laughs) my idea of making and this is back when like you know this would have been 2008, so yeah. this was many years yeah. ago. Yeah, and it, this was back before I knew really how to sew. For, I didn't sew really at all. I mean, we sewed bags, but sewing a rectangle. You know, it's not sewing intricate things for small dolls. And so um, 
I started making her clothes when my idea of clothes and her idea of clothes were not the same idea of clothes. Mm. So then I was like, well, fine, I'll buy my own. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so I went on to Denver, or to, um, Denver Doll yeah. and um, looked at their dolls and asked them a bunch of questions. And I really liked the elf dolls. And um, they had a Lydia in stock. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to my first doll meet this weekend. So they sent her to me. Overnight. Overnight, yeah. Oh, my God. So I could have her in time to Oh, my go. God. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah, they're and, wonderful. Yeah. So. I think they're, both them and Donkey Spot, I think, are yeah. infamous for putting lots of extra goodies in the boxes. Yeah. 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 I've ordered a lot from Denver Doll, and I've asked them a lot of stupid yeah. questions. And they answer everything. <laughs> and unlike, nice. unlike Deanne, I don't have, like, I don't create my own characters. I just get a dolls that I think are pretty. And I give them names. And then when I'm tired of that doll, I'll either reinvent them as someone else or... They wind up on the sales table, or sometimes they wind up on the sales table, and then they come back into my collection. They wind up on the sales table, and they come back into my collection. I have one that she's been on sale for a bunch of times. She still winds up at the house. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, I just kind of buy what I like, you know, what I have money for, what I stumble across. So so you wait for the doll to inspire you to to own it and have it enrich your life by its presence. Yeah, and I've, I've found that I don't do well with boys because... Boy clothes is not as easy as girl clothes. And boy clothes are, like, it's harder to sew, but they're visually more boring. Yeah, well, but <laughs> lately, though, I've kind of been into disagree, more of the boy okay. clothes. <laughs> well, because, you know, she gets a doll, like, she decides, oh, I'm going to get Nightwing, and then you're going to make him a costume. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, well, well now I have to works. figure out how to do this. So, like, I made a suit for, um, Riddler and yeah, Penguin. for Riddler, Riddler and Penguin, and Penguin to wear. Yeah, so it's kind of like. The MSD versions. Forcing me to learn how to do things I don't really want to do. um, (laughs) So, yeah. You've you've grown and experienced. Yeah, but now I have two and a half boys. If you didn't make clothes for my naked boys, I wouldn't be restringing Eric so that he would. I know, yeah. See, we we very much have a give and take. It's a barter system. Yeah, because I say, this doll needs this face, or he needs a new face, or she needs a new face, or look how floppy he is, fix it. And I don't have to do any of that stuff because she does. Barter system is wonderful. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) So, uh,. Of course, uh, once again, this was Deanne and Nancy from Paint It Black Studio and Evil Little Girls. Deanne does most of the painting, uh, well, does all the painting for mm-hmm. Paint It Black Studios. And Nancy and Deanne are a collaborative affair for Evil Little Girls, yes. which you can find on Facebook and Etsy and a few and other places. we have an Instagram page. And Instagram. We do? Yeah. Oh. Since when? We've had it since last year we were here. Oh. Don't worry. Put anything on it. <laughs> this, this happens with me and my co-host all the time. Don't even worry about it. That's good. <laughs> and um, Paint It Black Studio has its blog and a, a variety of social yeah, media. Yeah, pretty much everything. I'm Vampire Angel blog. 13 everywhere. So unless someone else is out there using my name, it's probably me. Yes. Plus I have the same little avatar on everything, so that's also a good way. Thank you both for having the interview with me today. Thank and you. remember, as you enjoy the rest of your Acon and Doll Acon, <laughs> to keep on collecting dolls, but keep a budget. <laughs>